Ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Dan's podcast is live. Good evening, everyone. Glad you could join me today. It is May 31st, and it is Wednesday night in the Word with Pastor Dan. I'm glad you're here. Tonight, we're going to be talking about what signs are there about the end times and when Jesus returns. And so we want to look at a couple of things, and I want to share them with you tonight. So let's open up with prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day, and we thank you, Lord, for your blessings. We ask, Lord, should be with each and every one that is listening to this podcast. I pray, Lord, that you'd watch over them, take care of them, and and bless them, Father Lord, we pray. Lord, that you'd open our hearts and minds to receive what you have for us this evening. We ask all this in Jesus' name, amen. As always, I always want to invite everybody that I can to Connect Church. I love our church, and I love everyone in it, and I want you to be a part of a community of believers And if you don't have a church home and you don't have any place where you attend on a regular basis, we invite you to come to Connect Church at 1417 Herbert Street, South Roxana, Illinois, 62087. You can reach us by area code 618-254-1308. And we hope that you'll be here. We have worship and praise that starts at 10 a.m. We also have children's ministry from birth all the way up to fifth grade. And then uh, we also have a youth group that meets uh, for 6th grade through 12th grade. And so we want you guys to be a part of that, and we want you to connect with other believers in our area. So come to Connect Church if you can. We also want to give you a shout out about our school. We do have a preschool for four-year-olds all the way up through 12th grade. So K-4 through 12th grade, we have a school here at our church. We encourage you to uh, investigate our school, look at our school. You cannot beat the rate. The rate is very affordable. It is $2,900 for a complete year. That takes care of your tuition for one child. And we encourage you to to get your uh, kids out of the public school system and into a Christian private school. And we encourage you to do that here at Connect Christian School. We're a great school. We use a Becca is our uh, uh, learning material that we use. And we have a great staff, uh, a faculty uh, that is here that is willing to uh, uh, serve in ministry, uh, to do it at a very reduced cost to them. But they do it because they love the Lord and they want to see your kids grow and learn and be successful citizens of the United States. And so we encourage you to uh, please come to Connect Christian School and be a part of our school. Uh, Pull your kids out of that public school that's indoctrinating them and put them in a private Christian school that can teach them about Jesus and also give them the English, the math, math, the history, and the science and the Bible classes that they need to succeed. So uh, please uh, call us. That phone number for Connect Christian School is area code 618-254-0188. Now, as I said earlier, we're going to be talking about what signs are indicating the end. And so in Matthew 24, verses 5 through 8, Jesus gives some important clues for discerning the approach of the end times. He says in the scripture, many will come in my name claiming I am Christ and will deceive many. You will hear of wars, rumors of wars, but see to it 
that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen. But the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places, and all these are the beginning of birth pains. An increase in false messiahs, an increase in warfare, an increase in famines and plagues and natural disasters. These are signs of the end times. In this passage, though, we are given a warning. We are not to be deceived because these events are only the beginning of birth pains. The end is still yet to come. Some interpreters point out to every uh, point to every earthquake, every political upheaval, and every attack on Israel as a sure sign that the end times are rapidly approaching. While the events may signal the approach of the last days, they are not necessarily indicators that the end times have arrived. The Apostle Paul warned that the last days would bring a marked increase in false teaching. The Spirit clearly says later in late, says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. The last days are described as perilous times because of the increasingly evil character of man and people who actively oppose the truth. And we're seeing that more and more every day. They literally oppose the truth. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 9, he says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. They are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Just as Janes and Jambres opposed Moses, so also these teachers oppose the truth. They are men of depraved, mind, depraved minds who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because, as in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. Other possible signs of the end times would include a rebuilding of the Jewish temple in Jerusalem, increased hostility towards Israel, and advances towards one world government. The most prominent sign of the end times, however, is the nation of Israel itself. In 1948, Israel was recognized as a sovereign state, essentially for the first time since A.D. 70. God promised Abraham and his posterity would have Canaan as an everlasting possession in Genesis chapter 17 and verse 8. Ezekiel prophesied a physical and spiritual resuscitation of Israel in Ezekiel chapter 37. Having Israel as a nation in its own land is important in light of the end times prophecy because of Israel's prominence in eschatology. Daniel chapter 10, Daniel chapter 11, and Revelations chapter 11. With these signs in mind, we can be wise and discerning in regard to the expectation of the end times. 
We should not, however, interpret any of these singular events as a clear indication of the soon arrival of the end times. God has given us enough information that we can be prepared, and that is what we are called to do as our hearts cry out, Come, Lord Jesus, in Revelations 22 and verse 20. So what is going to happen in according to the end time prophecy? What is going to happen? Well, the Bible has a lot to say about the end times. Nearly every book of the Bible contains prophecy regarding the end times. Taking all of these prophecies and organizing them can be difficult. Following is a very brief summary of what the Bible declares will happen in the end times. Christ will remove all born-again believers from the earth in an event known as the rapture in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and 1 Corinthians chapter 15. At the judgment seat of Christ, these believers will be rewarded for good works and faithful service during their time on earth or will lose reward but, but not eternal life for the lack of service and obedience. In 1 Corinthians 3 verses 11 through 15 says, For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ Jesus. For if anyone builds on the foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be, be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10, it says, for we, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. The Antichrist or the beast will come into power and will sign a covenant with Israel for seven years in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. The seven-year period of time is known as the tribulation. During the tribulation, there will be a terrible wars, famines, plagues, and natural disasters. God will be pouring out his wrath against sin, evil, and wickedness. The tribulation will include the appearance of the four horsemen of the apocalypse and the seven seals, trumpet, and bowls of judgment. About halfway through the seven years, the Antichrist will break the peace covenant with Israel and make war against it. The Antichrist will commit the abomination of desolation and set up an image of himself to be worshipped in Jerusalem's temple in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 through 10, which will have been, built, been rebuilt. The second half of the tribulation is known as the Great Tribulation, Revelations chapter 7 and verse 14, and the time of Jacob's trouble in Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 7. At the end of the seven-year tribulation, the Antichrist will launch a final attack on Jerusalem, culminating in the Battle of Armageddon. Jesus Christ will return, destroy the Antichrist and his armies, and cast them into the lake of fire in Revelations chapter 19. Christ will then bind Satan in the abyss for a thousand years, and he, and he will rule his earthly kingdom for this thousand-year period in Revelations chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. At the end of the thousand years, Satan will be released, defeated again, and then cast into the lake of fire in Revelations chapter 20, verses 7 through 10, for all eternity.
Christ then judges all unbelievers in Revelations chapter 20, verses 10 through 15, at the great white throne judgment, casting them all into the lake of fire. Christ will then usher in a new heaven and a new earth and a new Jerusalem, the eternal dwelling place of believers. There will be no more sin, sorrow, or death in Revelations chapter 21 and verse 22. So I ask this question to each and every one of you. Are you prepared, my friends, for the end? Are you prepared for the end? If Jesus would come today, would you be ready to meet him? If not, then today you can make a change in your life that will change your trajectory for all eternity. If you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we invite you to pray this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and my life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer and believed it in your heart, mind, and soul, that Jesus died, was buried, and is resurrected for the sins of you as well as all mankind, then you are saved according to his word in the Bible. Please contact us by Facebook Messenger on our Facebook page, Connect Church, or on our website at toconnectchurch.org. We would love for you to contact us so we can send you on your next steps with Jesus Christ. We thank you once again for joining us on Wednesday Night in the Word. We thank you for being a part of this podcast. We want to thank the church people for making this possible. And we look forward to seeing you again next Wednesday as we continue on with our studies. God bless, and we'll see you next week.